2: recorded live.
3: Nothing at all. Amen. Glory, Glory. to God. And I'm going to keep on searching until I find you. Glory Amen. to God. Hallelujah. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to our Monday night Amen. Bible study and intercessory prayer meeting. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Truly, it is a good day. It's a great day to be alive. Glory to God. And we just yeah. give God praise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Um last night my daughter came to me and begged me <laughs> to turn the AC on.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And when you love your children, you do things for them. I'm suffering as a result today, but that's okay because God is my healer. Amen. Glory, Glory. to God. Let us um it's very hot. It's very hot. Elder June, how you how you managing up in Brampton? done in Mississauga. It's very hot.
2: 90 oh.
5: degrees
3: here. I'm sorry? It's 90 degrees here, Pastor. Jeez, it's hot I don't now. have air
5: conditioning in the car. I didn't yeah. stay out there very long.
3: It's hot down there too. Well, my What's car mean? nothing nothing works. Um, yeah. if, if if you recall, um, my car um, fogs up in the winter time, and the the AC yeah. doesn't work doesn't work in the yeah. in the summertime. But a car is coming. It don't in. work, and I only have one window that goes down. The <laughs> other three won't move. How do you like that one? I I I know. I'll, I'll add one one to yours. My um the the driver's side door at the back, the 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 back door on the driver's side uh-huh. doesn't open. <laughs> oh, no. oh. But to, but to God be the glory. Um um. Good evening, everyone, and and I thank you. Mm-hmm. You're in for, hi, Brother David, Um, you're in for another treat tonight. Glory to God. Um, Let us open up in a word of prayer. Father, I thank you. I praise you. I glorify you. Truly, there's no one like you. There's none above you. There's none beside you. You're God and you're God all by yourself. And even now, Father God, I ask, oh God, that you will arise from your resting place and come and sit among us on this line tonight. Father God, tonight, hallelujah, I know we are about to hear from you through your servant, whom you have selected, whom you have called for such a time as this, and we thank you. And even now, God, I lift up each and every person, oh God, that's on this line tonight. God, you see and you know every need, you see and you know every desire, oh God. In the name of Jesus, Father God, we thank you, O God, for your woman servant, O God, Elder June Malcolm. I thank you, O God, for Prophet Bob Proprie, O God, for Sister Andrea Mori, O God, Lord God, even now a place, O God, hallelujah, Prophet Joseph Smith, O God, and his family before you once more in the name of Jesus. I'm asking your King of Glory, O God, that you will be with them, O God, hallelujah oh God, I ask that you'll supply, oh God, their every need in the name of Jesus. God, I place, oh God, hallelujah. Minister Monica Little, oh God, and her husband before you, oh God. God, continue to bind them with cords that cannot be broken, oh God. A place, oh God, hallelujah. Minister Uh Minister Nyoka Walker, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I place her before you right now. Father God, I come against every pain, every discomfort in the mighty name of jesus christ of nazareth lord god i come against the spirit of infirmity oh god i ask oh god that you'll place your hands upon her right now touch her oh god from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet in the mighty name of jesus christ of nazareth lord god almighty i decree and i declare complete and total healing and restoration in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. God, I place Brother David before you tonight. Hallelujah. God, you see and you know every need, oh God. And Lord God, I'm asking, oh God, hallelujah. Oh God, as David, oh God, hallelujah, was a man after your own heart, oh God. And God, you were with him, oh God, every step of the way, oh God. Lord God, he wrote, oh God, hallelujah. Oh God, that goodness and mercy shall follow him all the days of his life, oh God. God, I decree and I declare that Brother David, oh God, will sing the song same song, O oh God, that goodness and mercy, O oh God, shall follow him all the days of his life. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Father God, I lift up, O oh God, hallelujah, Sister Pauline Smith before you, O oh God, Elder Roseanne Green, O oh God, hallelujah, I thank you, Lord God, for helping her, O oh God, to complete, O oh God, hallelujah, her studies, O oh God, with a 3.8, hallelujah, O oh God, Lord. GPA average, mighty God, God, hallelujah. you are awesome, you are wonderful, oh God we thank you we thank you for what you have done my God almighty we thank you in the name of Jesus Jesus. Uh, mighty God of Daniel we place Sister Donna Wilson before you oh God hallelujah we place oh God Prophet Deborah before you oh God hallelujah God we place oh God Prophetess Gina before you tonight in the name of Jesus oh God Sister Bridget Johnson oh God we ask oh God that you'll be with her right now oh God provide for her every need oh God in the name of Jesus. We place Dr. Angela Rucker, Dr. Benjamin Rucker, oh God. We place Evangelist Castell Swap. God, tonight we pray, oh God, for Andrea Bennett, oh God. God, we know that you are still Jehovah Rapha. You are still the God who heals, oh God. And we thank you, oh God, for divine supernatural healing, oh God, for your daughter. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, mighty King of glory, hallelujah. I thank you, oh God, hallelujah. Oh God, for just, just being here with us, oh God. just Lord God, you promised oh God, never to leave us, you promised never to forsake us, oh God and God, you're not a man, you cannot lie, oh God so I thank you, oh God I thank you for who you are, oh God I thank you for how great you are in Jesus' precious and mighty name Amen, glory to God Hallelujah Glory to God! I praise you, Jesus. Glory to God, hallelujah! I'm not gonna take testimonies. Um, glory to God uh, right now after the service, but I, you know I gotta say this. I um all afternoon, well all day. All day, um, glory to god i I had this you know really not too nice um, headache because there's something in the in, in, in the, the a c system whenever I turn on the air conditioning in in, in my house it 's central air, and whenever I turn it on i it, you know i don't want to say the word but it does I, I get a headache I, a very, very bad headache and um, you know um, all day all day, and um, I came on i started talking and and, you know, my just by talking, it was causing, like, you know, vibration that was just, you know, very, very, very uncomfortable. Can I tell you that that headache is gone? It is gone. I, decide, I decided I'm going to put, praise yeah. Jesus... I decided I'm going to push through and I'm going to pray and I'm not going to pray about it. I'm not going to pray about it. I'm going to push through and I'm going to pray as the Holy spirit leads me. And I can tell you that right now, glory to God, that pounding that I was feeling when I first started on the line tonight, it's totally gone. And I just give God thanks and give him praise. Glory Glory. to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give him praise. We give him praise. We give him praise. I'm telling you, there's something that's supernaturally wonderful about simple words ministry. Um, I just, I, I I love, I love, I love being here. Um, You know, for For some of you who who you know um didn't start with us several years ago, um I remember there are times when I had no voice, literally, no voice, I did not have a voice, and I had to come and minister on the line and I'm wondering how am I going to do it because I have no voice. I dial the number, and all of a sudden I get my voice back, you know. Um, there 's something that 's supernatural and I thank God I thank God for being um, um, a part of simple words ministry I, I thank God that he is simple words ministry amen glory to God I, uh, glory to God He is simple words ministry and he allows us to come and participate um, in his ministry and i 'm very 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 grateful so you know I want to say this um, to somebody tonight that if you are if you are experiencing anything that you need God to um, you know to move on your behalf Right now, just tap into the anointing that's here and receive it. You know, Um, whether it's something physical, spiritual, or whatever it is, just tap in and receive whatever you need from um, the Lord because He's here.
0: He really sits
3: on this line. Glory to God. Um, I remember when when Prophetess Londa, you know, was here, you know, uh, may her soul rest in peace. But I remember she used to say it all the time, you know, that God sits on this line and it it really is true, glory to God. So you know, just 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 reach out, tap in. Sometimes things may not be going the way that we want them to be going. Hallelujah. But let me tell you something. God knows the plans that He has. Glory to God. Jesus. Okay. Glory to God. Um, God knows the plans that he has for us, amen, and, um, you know, all you've got to do is to trust him, believe him, wait on him, and and see God move in your life. Glory to God. Um, so amen. welcome, 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 everyone. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to be here tonight. At this time, it gives me great pleasure um, to introduce um, to to. Uh, some do we have any, anyone? New? If there's anybody new on the line tonight, welcome and uh, welcome to Simple Words Ministry. I will do the the announcements and everything at the end of the end of the teaching because uh, you know I want us to um, I want us all to receive everything because sometimes folks drop off you know close to the end, and I want us all to receive teaching tonight. So you know we'll do testimonies and um, announcements at the end of the teaching tonight. Wow. Glory to God, Father. I thank you once more. <laughs> Hallelujah. I place your woman's servant, Elder June Malcolm, before I, you, O oh God. I ask, oh God, that you will.
4: Go, 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 go. go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
3: Wow. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, Brother David, you you, you go chair over there, and, and I'll continue praying. Glory to God. <laughs> Father, I just ask, oh God, even now, hallelujah, that you will take the call from your altar, oh God, and touch your woman servant's lips right now, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I am asking you, King of Glory, hallelujah, to use her mightily tonight, oh God. God, I thank you, oh God, hallelujah, for releasing a host of angels to stand guard over her right now, in the mighty name of of Jesus Christ of Nazareth oh God because God I know she's bringing forth a word oh God that is going to step on oh God the enemy's toes but too bad because she is protected and covered under the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth Lord God I thank you for choosing her for such a time as this oh God and Lord God I pray God that everyone who has an ear to hear oh God will hear what the spirit of the Lord has to say to us tonight through your woman servant Elder June anoint her oh God protect Oh, God, hallelujah, in Jesus' precious and mighty name I pray, amen, glory to God, hallelujah. So I um, I introduce and present our very own Elder June Malcolm. God bless you, Elder June. I greet you in Jesus'
5: name, and um, I greet Everyone who's on the line tonight, in Jesus' name, and I bless the Lord, as you said, Pastor, for being here with us and um, making the time that we spend here um, very worthwhile. Therene, you just said that the Lord is going to step on the devil's toes. (laughs) It's it's him that's going to step on his toes, not not me. (laughs) that, That statement is so in line. What the lesson about is um that is laid out tonight before Praise so. Jesus. Praise we're we're gonna backtrack just a little bit because when i first um started to 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 teach on uh, on um idolatry and and then egypt and the children and of israel being being in egypt the Lord the lord had Move forward from there, but tonight we're backtracking a little bit. Um, glory to God to just uh, make certain that there there's no there's no gap in uh, in the teaching. So we're going to be looking. We're, we're going to go back to Exodus um, chapter seven, Exodus chapter seven, and um, mm-hmm. remember that we started out there saying that God. God had made Moses um, a god unto Pharaoh, and uh, we had moved forward from there. So we're gonna we're gonna go back here a little bit. So Exodus chapter seven. Give me give me a moment. Let me get my um. Let me get my. my in
4: front of me? Hallelujah. Um, glory
2: to God. okay
5: so let let's read a little bit Exodus chapter seven we're gonna read it from I'm gonna read the entire no no, I'm not gonna read the entire I just, just gonna read a few verses Exodus chapter seven.
4: Glory
5: to seven we pulled on. So Exodus chapter 7 starts up by saying, And the Lord said unto Moses, See, I have made thee a God to Pharaoh, and Aaron thy brother shall be thy prophet. So we are looking to what what is a God. And um, the God that we serve, the God, the God Almighty, um, St. John 4 verse 24 says, He is a spirit. Glory to God. But we are looking at... Oh, we see that just about anything can be a god.
4: Oh, another
5: another thing, um, whether by human being or or by God. So it just depends on how that thing is regarded by human beings. Uh, if 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 it if it becomes a god or not. And to human beings, anything that takes priority. Anything that takes priority over the Almighty God has become a God. It's a, it's an idol. Um, even if we don't bow down physically and say we bow down and worship, if it if it takes priority, if it consumes our thoughts more than the Almighty, if it if we're more preoccupied with it than we are with God in our mind, then that then whatever it might be, um is our God. Under and, and, and the person who regarded as such. So let me give you a little example, a personal example. I was in church one day, and my son, my my last born son, he he actually gives me a run for my money as, as a mom. All all the all while I escaped from my other children, um, my my last son made sure that I make up for it. So I was in church one day because he was in. Um, a place that i consumed consume my mind, and the Lord says unto me, um, "How is it that you're sitting in my house, and your um, your 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 mind is more occupied, your mind and your heart is more occupied with your son than with me?" And so, at that point, I I realized that um I was using my son to this place, not not to bow down and worship him, but um. I was thinking about him more than I was thinking about God. And, and and God does not accept um such behavior from his ministers or those who supposed to serve him. So immediately I had to repent and I had to change my mindset. I I that that just to show you how easy it is to have something other than God, as God in your life.
4: And and um,
5: tonight I want look at the, the gods, and I don't think I'm going to get through all of them, to so be real truthful, well, I think I'm just going to get through the first one, um, <clears throat> the, the, the gods that the plagues represented in Egypt because I had started to do it and then I didn't go any further, and, and now the Lord says so I can backtrack because you have enough information. So tonight, tonight, the, um, the subtopic for... Um, the next few lessons that we'll be going through, the subtopics, because if you're making notes, then it's good to have subtopics so that your notes make sense to you. Um, Even if my teacher don't really um, come together, if you have subtopics, it will make a lot of sense when you go back over your notes. So the subtopic that you can can use um, tonight um, is the characteristics of God. The characteristics of God, and what I'm going to do, or what the Holy Ghost wants me to do, is to bring out His characteristics as He is in action in Egypt. Remember, I told you last week that or a couple of weeks ago that the names of God are not nouns. In English, names are nouns; they're, they're they're proper nouns. But in in the Bible, the names of God they're not actual nouns; they're verbs. So from the ninja, so you can tell what he was doing at the time for him to have that name. So this so, um, series of lessons will actually show you God and his characteristics. Now last week I also told you that um, God desires to have an intimate relationship um, with us. Because man, because God um, enjoys exalting people. He enjoys exalting his children, exalting sons. Um, though he a jealous God, God give honor to whom honor is due, mm-hmm. and um, God wants something to bless. Um, God wants something to exalt. God wants something to um. To, to, to elevate, and, and so I started, I started to tell you that, to, to show you that as we worship God, God's response to us will give us glory, and, and I started, the reason why I started to tell you that is to show you that God himself desires um, to glorify us. Not just God, no relationship is one-sided. So if God desires us to worship him, God also will worship us. Not, not in the same way we worship him. He doesn't have to bow down and worship us like we have to bow down and worship him because he's the one that's responsible for our being, for us being here and for us being kept. So we worship him in, um, in humility. I don't want to say in, in inferiority because that's not what God wants and that's not what God intends. God intends for us to be in par with him and I've been teaching that because it's not a very popular thought and I wanted to establish that that God does not um, look at us as inferior to him. Though we are, he himself doesn't look at us as, as that. It's like if you have a child and you put all your 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 hope your hope for advancement in that child, you will not conceive the thought that that child is less than you. The child is smaller than you um he has less mature um less um fortified, and less everything even in physical stature but, but when 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 it comes to status you regard your children. As on par with you, and that is the right way to regard your children um, because they are just little replicas of you. They're little human beings. So sometimes if you are a parent call your children pig, you can't kind of think, well, um, if your child is a pig, then you must be yourself. Because on the only sow will really be a pig. Why would you call your own child a pig if you are not a sow? So for you to call your own child a pig is to, to really be demeaning um, your own self. So, you know, children really get on your last nerve the time and they tempt you to say things you're not supposed to say. But as children of God, we have to be careful what comes out of our mouth because what comes out of our mouth will stick. speak. We have that power and authority in our tongue. So God, God is in the same place with us. So that is why no, God, God is long-suffering. No matter what we do to God, God will not say certain things to us or certain things about us because his word will stick. And um, then he would be um, responsible for cursing us. And God, and God does not intend to curse his children. He never does, and he never will. Um, Somebody says that God cursed man when he sin. It's not in the Bible that God cursed man. It is in the Bible that um, God cursed the earth, but it's not in the Bible that he cursed man. Um, If God had cursed man, he would be cursing his own image and his own likeness, and that's um, contrary to who God is. Remember, we're talking about the... um, the characteristics of God, and because the Lord is not allowing me um, to teach this part of the lesson in a straightforward kind of way, <laughs> as I used to, I'm going to have to tell you when I'm teaching why am I saying what I'm saying. I, I can't presume that you will understand or uh, know why I'm saying what I'm saying because I'm not going at the lessons um, straightforward. I am going at the lessons from not from a known perspective, but from a verbal perspective. Um, so we're looking at the characteristics of God. So the Bible says that God is long-suffering um, towards us. So that so you could write that down. One of God's characteristics is long-suffering.
4: Um,
5: if if God was not long-suffering towards us, then we could not um we 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 would not endure not not like God himself would not endure, but we would not endure, because God would quickly do something about us um, exodus thirty four verse six says, and the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed the Lord the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth. So all, all those um, adjectives in that verse describe the characteristic of God. Now, if, God, if somebody wants to have a personal relationship with you or an intimate relationship with you and, and, you, and you accept, you act with, you need to know your personal characteristics. You need to know the type of person that they are, or, or the relationship would not work. So God is very mindful to tell us, to show us how he is, not just who he is, but how he is, and those are his characteristics, and um, so that we will know him. And if we know him, we will know what to expect, and we will know uh, what to give. We will know what to expect to receive, and we will know what to give. So here in Exodus 34, verse 6, it says, God is merciful, he is gracious, he is long-suffering, he is abundant in goodness and truth. Glory to God. So tonight we're looking at God as a long suffering Okay? These are his characteristics. I'm not talking about his nature. We're, we're going to look at God's nature, um, God's nature like God's nature is love and all of that. But tonight we're looking at his characteristics because we want to know, you know, we said we want to know what makes somebody tick. We want to know what makes God respond to us. Uh, we need to know what God what makes God respond to us because if we don't know what God makes respond to us, we will be Serving, non, serving non-productively. And then after a while, we won't get any result from our service, and we will... And the children of Israel, when they were in Egypt, they got to that point uh, where they thought that God didn't care. Uh, they Because God had planted Himself in them so much... Um, the majority of them the majority of them didn't come out and denounce God but they lived as if they denounced God. I um, some archaeologists I was looking at a report the other day and some archaeologists were searching they had come upon a a site when they were digging um, an old Jewish site before a Jewish settlement. And as they as they dig they found um Images, idols, and inscription to these idols. Where, and, and and the archaeologist, I don't know if he's a Christian or what, or he's a Jew or whatever he is, he didn't say whatever his, his religious background was, he's an archaeologist. His comment was he was very shocked when he saw how many Jewish family in the era that he was um, doing the digging, the archaeological digging, how many Jewish people actually worship something else along with God, not other than God, like they never gave up God, but they would put something else and and, and so the arch the, the, the dig in on earth things that they would put the name of another god and yahweh together and and that way the, the, the archaeologist said that was shocking to him because all along he thought that um Jews remained very very they in their allegiance to God. And actually, when I forgive <laughs> him, I I kind of surprised. I was the And then I can what happened. to
3: Elder June, your phone is um is acting Okay, Father, in Jesus' name. Yes.
5: Please.
3: In Jesus'
5: name, mighty God. Please settle down this line tonight. In the mighty
3: name of Jesus.
5: Let's go for it, because that was why you cut it off the first time because of all the interference on the line. And we took a three week break from it, and we're back, and the interference is back. So it's obvious what is happening. So, right now, in Jesus' name,
4: Marcus, God, we ask,
5: hallelujah. You the line, and let this lesson go through. And we thank you, Jesus, sir, to bind every force of darkness that is against this lesson and let it go forth in power and in truth. That your people might hear and that we might get to move on from where we are at. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Is that better?
3: Yes, ma'am. Glory to God. Praise,
5: God. Praise God. So, if you're serving God, you're praying, you're fasting, you're doing the right things, you're paying tithes and offering, you're not doing any evil or any wickedness to anybody, and um, you're not getting results you might be tempted to try something else, and you wouldn't feel guilty about it. Some people, you'll be justified, um, because people have a way of justifying what they do. So even in church these days, there's a lot of talk about witchcraft, In Canada, we call it witchcraft. In Jamaica, we call it oblation. Whatever. Oblation is a very strong word. You know, we find it in in, in North America, we say witchcraft. But there's only a week that goes by in church where somebody do not bring up some sort of argument about witchcraft. About either somebody working witchcraft in them or somebody throwing blows at them. And, you know, sometimes I I said, this is the church of Jesus Christ. And we're so. Witchcraft on us Witchcraft on church. And so um, I asked the Lord why. And you know the simple reason to that is, if my people are not getting the results that they need, their mind will wander, their mind will stray, and will go to idolatry. And, and, and the, we will not look at it as idolatry. We won't even look at it like we're unfaithful to God because we're still going to church. And we're still doing the church thing. And and, 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 and God is not really <laughs> killing us. You know, God is not killing us. We can go visit the guy in the dark room and then go to church Sunday. And then we can speak in tongues and nothing happens. So, you know, God is not killing us. So this must be right. <laughs> I'm not <cannot say> anything.
4: But <laughs> so this must be right.
5: But the Lord says, the, the reason for that, and, and that's very common. That's more common that we that we think, and the Lord said that's just because you know my people um, are not getting the results that they expect or that they want. See, how, see, you see how God God is. God is not afraid to speak the truth. God is not. God doesn't spend any time trying to cover for Himself. God doesn't spend no sort of energy to try and hide himself from us in any way, shape, or form. Like, if we're impatient with him, God will just simply say, the people became impatient with me. Um, Remember remember in Matthew 25, when the scripture was given an explanation as to why five of the virgins didn't um, have any oil in their lamp? The, The text gave the reason. The reason was that The the master took too long to come back. Mm -hmm. He tarried. He tarried beyond where they expected him to come. So God is not going to say, I came at the time and they expected me and they weren't in place. He says, no, they weren't in place because they were expecting me to come before and I didn't show up. So what we need to do, what we need to do, the reason why these things are in the Bible is so that we don't miss God and that we don't, inadvertently, because we might not do it willingly or conceptually or soberly, we'll do it inadvertently. We don't inadvertently misplace God or displace God hmm. because um, when we get to talking about the nature of God, we're going to deal with the fact that God is a very jealous God. Yes. As, as I just mentioned, it is jealous. Right? Um, so we have to be careful. We cannot be we cannot be semi-conscious uh, when in our relationship with God. We have to be fully sober and fully aware. So, so the Bible says in Exodus 34 that God is long-suffering. In Numbers 14 verse 80 says God is long-suffering and of great mercy, forgiving iniquity and transgression, and by no means fearing the guilty. Um, so, so if you or I, um deserve punishment, we will get punishment. Um so see God is telling us everything about himself so in the end we can say we don't know God uh, we, we didn't realize he was like that he's making sure we know how he is uh, so that we know the Bible says we need to know with whom we have to do and then I was a child in Jamaica you know you're giving trouble uh, my mom would say something like that my sister, if you don't behave yourself you're going to find out with whom you have to do so there's a scripture in the Bible that says that about God so God making us know him, so that we know with whom we have to do, so that we do it right, because if God wants to have a personal relationship, an intimate relationship, then he cannot hide himself, he has to reveal himself, he has to show himself, he has to make sure that I know him, because if I don't know him, then I'm going to mess up, and then he couldn't hold me guilty for messing up, because he didn't reveal himself, and your honor is on God to reveal himself. Because from his position, uh, um, he can reach me. From my position, I can only reach him to the point where he allows me to reach him or to the point where he lifts me up to reach him. So the onus is always on God to make the first move. And then I have to consent or I have to submit or I have to humble myself or I have to acquiesce. But the onus is on God to do that and so when we accept God then um, in the way that he reveals himself to us then you will see that God now turns around and glorifies you or exalts you and when God exalts you it equates in the same way as worshiping God so when we worship God we give God glory and we give God praise and we recognize him to be clear, the one and only almighty God, so when it comes back our way, it's the same thing. When God recognizes us, He gives us respect, He gives us glory, He exalts us, and, and, and so that's how God and us can have and the same one and the same relationship. That's how we come on par with God, um, because he makes us so. God has shed away our inferiority and has lifted us up and put us on a level um, playing with him where we can see him, we can hear him, we can understand him, and we can actually obey him. We can actually do the things that he wants us to do. So last week I, I, I answered The question, how can a being who originated from dust, a spirit of dust, get to this point to be able to um, live in unison with the Almighty Spirit? And the simple answer was obedience. The simple answer was to believe God and doing what he says. Um, and Abraham was our example. I, I use Abraham as our example. He said, Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. So all the lessons here about God's characteristics, um, they're coming from the standpoint that we believe God. Uh, we might not know everything about him, but anything we know about him, anything we hear about him, we believe Amen. And anything we really hear about him, we will believe. We're, we're committed to believing. And once you're committed to believing, then God will um, in, in, in implant implant in our heart um, the element that he calls faith. And by faith now, that's how we can communicate with God on par. And by faith also, that's how we can grow from this just self, where we originated and we um, have this hope that when we are fully completed, when we are fully perfected, then, um, yes, yes, we will see that God deserves all the glory for for being able to do such a thing. So if we believe God and obey God, then, the foundation is set for God to reveal himself and for God to elevate us um people who don't believe who don't believe God um, cannot obey god mhm and um if we cannot obey God, then we will never get to where God wants us to that's right to be but if we believe and obey um the Bible that we use as our steering uh, guide is a very fantastic book. I must say that at this point, everything in the Bible that is crucial to our upbringing in the spirit, there are there are things that's not readily understood by the natural mind. Mm. They're really fantastic things, and 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 so. As a teacher it's my responsibility to to let you know, to let you know this of God. If you believe, He will explain. If you believe, he will reveal. So the the Bible will give you some knowledge about God, some information about and it looks very unbelievable. It looks like impossible. And you could say to, you could say something to God like this, And oh God, really and truly, really from my, not from mine, I can't see this, but I am open to your counsel. I I, I really don't see how this could be, but I am, um, I am registering in your course that you will teach me this text, and you will, you will take another student and teach it to you. So. Mm-hmm. That's one from the standpoint that everything that God says is right, everything that God says is true, and um, everything that God says you have a responsibility to obey. So, Exodus verse 34, verse 6 says, He is abundant in goodness and truth. You have to believe that. But if you have proof of it, yes or no, at this point, you have to believe it. Mm-hmm. It says the Lord God is merciful and gracious. Whether you have any proof of that or no, you have to believe that. And after you believe it, then God will reveal it. God will prove it. He cannot prove it except you believe it. So I'm not saying when you without prove you believe it and you're gonna pretend like you really understand it. I'm not saying about pretending because God knows that you don't really know it. So you're gonna be honest. I'm telling you how to talk to God very honestly. God, I don't, I don't really see this, but I am. I believe, and as a believer, now I am willing to learn. So the story of Jonah in the Bible, the book of Jonah and the four of Jonah, that was a fantastic story. If you really read it and and, and and read it as it is presented, you might just be giggling if, if you're like me, giggling all the way through about the incidents and the, ha- and the happening. Um, If, if, if there's anything in the Bible that's unbelievable, it's the story of Jonah. It, it does sound like such a ridiculous tale. Mm-hmm. But if you really allow the Lord to teach it to you, it is one of the truest, most vivid story in the Bible yes. of how God works with his children. Yes. It, it, it will bring you to your knees. In to before God, if you get the revelation of Jonah. But if without the revelation, you go, really, really, this is fantastic. Oh, God, you expect me to believe this? Yes, believe it. Believe exactly what it says or how the incident happened. And then once you believe and God starts to talk to you about what he, he was doing with Jonah and through Jonah, when God takes you to that same place where Jonah was. You will see how long suffering God is towards us and how mighty He is to do the things that He has to do for us. So, um, Jeremiah 15, verse 15 says, O oh Lord, don't know it. Remember me and visit me and revenge me of my persecutors. Take me not away in thy long suffering. Know that for thy sake I have suffered um, re- rebuke. So, here is Jeremiah saying to God, I know that you're long-suffering. So, so, so Jeremiah, believe it. And has Jeremiah believe it? Um, so you should believe it. And Jeremiah was saying, I know how long-suffering you are, but you make certain that you don't wait too long to arrange me. Because he knows that God can just wait and wait and wait. The patience of God is astounding. So another corrective of God is God is patient. Long suffering means patience. But long suffering is patience while suffering. So you can be patient and not suffering. But long suffering is exercising patience while you're suffering. So if we were probably in a class together face to face, you would probably ask me, or if you were my teacher and I was your student, I would have asked you. Now let me get this straight. The Almighty God, the Lord God Almighty, Hallelujah. Um, is long-suffering, why? Who can resist him? Who can change any course that he has set in place? Why is he long-suffering? You want me to believe that God is long-suffering? God can just think a thought. And anybody that's bothering him or anybody out of course, Will just go poof and disappear. So, why is God long suffering? That would be a very valid question because long suffering is an adjective that's usually um, equated with people who are helpless and they don't have any choice, anyways. They can't escape, they're between a rock and a hard place. But certainly, the Almighty God has never found himself in that position, or can ever be in that position. So why does he need to be long-suffering? And if you turn to Romans 9, verse 22, um, you will get the answer, (coughs) or the basis of the answer. You know, no answer really fully, fully complete God, but at least we, we get starting point, and as you pursue God, in your own studies you will he will reveal more and more himself to you. So Romans 9, verse 22 says, But well, what if, what if God willing to show his wrath and to make his power known, endure that much long-suffering, the just of wrath fitting to destruction? So God's long-suffering on, a, on, on one level is to make certain And you could always ask, why does God have to do that? He's the Almighty. And I'm going to answer that in a minute. But on one level, God makes certain. God makes himself obligated to man. To all his creation, really. Because God will not violate nature in any way. He will not. Sometimes he does. I'll take that back a little bit. But God will not violate man. Um, What God says he's going to do, he will do. And who God says he is, he will prove himself to, to, to be that. God is not going to violate his own creation. Now, we know we know that God um, cursed a fig tree in Mark chapter 10, 11. And I, I preach that that fig tree was not out of place mm-hmm. or out of course. But God used that fig tree as an example to his disciples to show them the power that they have if they live by faith. But God didn't do that without without the victory consenting. And so I teach these ridiculous things but I tell you, they sound ridiculous, they look ridiculous, but if you spend some time with God, you will see, you, you will get all excited and God draws you into his, his world, into His Son of the Spirit to educate you. So, um, the Lord, the Lord, Jesus, got the fig tree to consent that it was was worth being cursed for the church to be born. It was worth being cursed for the disciples to see that really and truly they have power over nature if they walk by faith. And the disciples needed to see that. Now, if, if Christ had used a tree that was already dead or dying, Or you know, not going any place, then that wouldn't have been proven. He had to use a tree that was well fortified and well set. And according to the disciples' knowledge, um, there was no stopping it. It would it would would take God to stop it. And um, then after, when Jesus Christ exercised that power, Jesus Christ turned around, and that was the, the lesson. The lesson about the fig tree being cursed was not fully taught until the next day. Jesus when Jesus says for them, "If you have the faith of God, if you have faith in God, you can do this same thing and, and that was, that was what Jesus wanted to teach, but he taught it by showing it to them, because that too, would be a fantastic thing for God to say. If you have faith, you can um, cause the sun to stop, you can um mm-hmm. see you. You can move mountains. God showed it. Jesus Christ showed it. Not just, didn't just tell them in words, but he actually showed it to them. Because they weren't there in Moses' parted the Red Sea. And they weren't there in Joshua, the Holy They knew it, but they weren't there. And so the disciples to do the church, they needed um, all their own proof, and they needed current proof, and that sea tree was one of the proofs. I am going to let you know that you and I, in walking with God, and coming to know God, we also need God to prove these things. So as far as God long-suffering, which is what I'm concentrating on tonight, God's long-suffering goes, you need to have a personal experience with God where it worked out that you could come to only one conclusion. God is long-suffering towards you. Now, I'm going to give you all the characteristics about God, and each and every one you need to have a personal experience with God to prove that. And, and to establish that in you because it's not enough for you to say the bible says. Mm-hmm. What you're talking to unbelievers, unfaithful, the Bible says, I don't know, they don't believe your Bible. They don't believe your God. When 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 Moses went down to Egypt and said to Pharaoh, God says to let his people go and you'll see Nexus of chapter seven. Um Pharaoh says and, and who this who this I know it is God. I listen to him. Are you crazy? Don't you know who I am? I am fear. I am God. And so, so if you're going to meet, you know, we don't go out with Instagram. You know, we don't meet people who are averse to our doctrine. We, we, we stay away from people who might not accept regularly what we're saying. Um, so we don't really have those experiences. But, if you should live in a part of the world or if, or if where you live not should come to, um, come to a certain state or condition where you cannot hide behind your praise or worship team and you cannot hide behind your choir and you cannot hide behind your rastom and your principal pulpit, and you cannot hide behind your quorum of ministers like you're, you're out here in the wide open um, between world. Uh, and the devil, then you will get a chance to prove these things. And so we have to readily, more readily. So what we have to do, we have to say to God, we have to say to God, I need I need to spend all the time that I need to spend with you that I can prove you. So you're going to ask me, is that um, facetiousness? No, it was not. God said, prove me now. <laughs> God wants you to prove him. Because if you don't prove him, you cannot know him. That's right. So you will hear about him. Because I've heard of you might the ear ears, but no, my eyes, said, you need to see him. Um. Moses, Jethro told Moses that the reason why that mountain looked like something was always going on up there is because it's the mountain of God and we believe God is up there doing what he, he does as God. And Moses could sort have of taken that and said, Jethro settled that. Jethro never would go up the mountain to go see. <coughs> he just accepted that. But Moses says, okay, that's pretty neat. That's pretty good. If that is true, uh, I'm going to have to... um." Weigh everything in the balance and take this journey. So one day he did, and actually saw God in a clear light than Jethro he ever saw God, because Jethro they were, didn't venture to go up that mountain. <clears throat> as much as he knew that God carried up there, it was just okay for him to be down at the bottom, but not Moses. And so each and every one of us had that responsibility to prove what you think you know about God. And as you prove what you think you know about God, you will have proof of God's characteristics. So if he said to somebody, God is long-suffering, you know, sometimes you are witnessing to people, and they say, oh, I am such a dreadful sinner. I can't be saved. I, you don't know what I've done. And um, I, I'm certain God won't have anything to do with me. You will have to say, yes, he does. That's why I'm talking to you. And with all the trouble that you gave God, God is (laughs) long-suffering. And the person might say, why would God need to be long-suffering? He's the Almighty. He doesn't need any of us. And now you cannot just say the Bible says so.
1: Mm -hmm. Because that guy
5: knows nothing about Jeremiah and Moses. But he knows you. So you would have to pull something out of your personal experience with God and say, let me tell you something that happened between me and God. Now you're standing right there in front of him. So you cannot deny that you're that you're really there. Um, uh, when Paul got saved, everywhere Paul went, Paul tells a story how he got saved. So one day I said, is that the only story you know? <laughs> I said, can't you say something else? And the Lord said, why should he? That's his personal experience. Yeah. Nobody can say that to him. And so I realize that we need to have personal experiences with God. It's not enough just to know the Bible says so. Huh? It's not enough to know that I say so. Are you? Or the bishop say so? Are you reading a book? Are the apostles says so? Are the prophet says so? You need, I don't care you have a title in church, you don't have a title. You need to have personal experiences with God. And as you, yeah. as you conquer one, you need to go on to another and another. That means, now, I am bribing you. I am bribing you for you to see that. even when you're sleeping, you should be in communication with God. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to bribe it for you to get the idea in your mind Then I don't have no time for nobody else but God. I don't have time for nothing else but God. And so you're going to have to activate your soul. You're going to have to make sure that your soul becomes alive and that your spirit is quickened. Because um, by your natural mind, you will do your natural business on the earth. But with your spirit, you got to serve God. And you have to serve God 24-7. God demands to be served 24-7. God is long-suffering because we're taking so long to get it. And he cannot cut us off before we get it. Because if he should cut us off before we get it, everybody would be cut off. Because we all take long to get it. We could be in church 50 years. Look more than 40 years before we decide to walk up that mountain to go to, to, to see, and even when he went, Jethro still didn't get here yet, yet, but he needed to go up there and see. So, Lisa, we need to have all these personal experiences with God so you don't have time for anything else. That's right. That means that I have to learn how to do your natural business with, in the natural, but at the same time, you're doing spiritual business in the spiritual realm. Because, because the part of your being that you use to do natural business is not the same part of your being that you use to do spiritual business. You use your natural mind and you use your physical body to do natural business. So I could be, I could be, I could be if, if I'm a teacher, I could be in front of a class teaching um, my students, but at the same time that I'm teaching um, my soul, I'm teaching by my natural mind. Oh, I'm teaching by my spirit, but my soul would be in praise and worship unto God.
4: I'm mm-hmm. so, yes.
5: sitting this right now. My soul is praising God. At any point in time, I could break out speaking in tongues, hallelujah, and I could break out glorifying God. Because my soul don't have to stop worshiping God for me to teach. Because it is not by my soul I'm teaching. I'm teaching by my spirit. And so my soul... Is set, my soul is set and I, and I check it every now and then and say are you doing your job you better do your job because I have to do business in the natural so even when I'm sleeping my soul doesn't sleep my soul has nothing to do but to praise God so, and, and, and to worship the Lord at all times 24-7 at all times 24-7 my soul should be communicating with God at all times 24-7 God should be feeding my soul with his own self and when, when I am not occupied in my spirit with, with people, then my spirit joins in. And when I'm not occupied in my mind with people, then my mind joins in. And when I'm not occupied in my body with people, then my body joins in. But my soul... Have to do that twenty four seven, but at times I have to do other things with my spirit. I have to do other things with my mind. I have to do other things in my body. But there is a part in me. So when David says, "I will bless the Lord at all times," he not joking. When Paul says, "Pray without ceasing," he is not joking. There is a part of our being, Hallelujah, glory to God, that is always set on God. Now you have to set it. If you don't set it, it won't be set.
4: That's
3: but right.
5: You need to your soul on God. And then somebody said, then your soul will be on fire. And so you will be getting, God, God will not be lacking praises from you, um, and you will still get your business done. Now, if somebody say, you know, they can't do certain things because they have to serve the Lord, then they're not conscious of their being. They don't know who they are, and they don't know who God is. Because you you could not just be sitting down twenty four hours you stand at the walls and let your are serving God. You really have to go on with go on with life in the natural. You have to go on with life in the natural. And um in your in your or uh, in your spirit, you will hear um you will hear the Lord um speak with you and you will hear the Lord tell you what he wants to tell you. Are you still hearing me? Yes, ma'am. Oh praise God. Hallelujah. So you have to ask the Lord now for <laughs> your 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 experience with him to know that he is long suffering.
4: Now it might not
5: be with you personally personally you learn that. You could learn it through somebody else. Like, the Lord could allow you to to share in somebody else's Life, or somebody else's experiences, that will bring you to the, to this conclusion that God is long suffering, but you need to experience that God is long suffering, and also that God is merciful. I think all of us, all of us, have proof that God is merciful. We can we can always say something that God did with us to say He's merciful. It's even just being saved, and to say that God is gracious. Um, as a child of God we should be able to say that and that God is abundant in goodness and in truth and we give God thanks that from where we are these days serving God we can say that but now let's go back to the text Exodus the children of Israel after spending 40 years in bondage did not have all those experiences with God and they started to doubt God and they started to wonder. They never lost sight that there is the Almighty God. Abraham thought to that. Abraham thought that I wouldn't lose sight of that. But they started to wonder if he is as good, as gracious as Abraham said he was, as 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 they were taught. And and, and so after God delivered them from Egypt, the Egyptian bondage, then God had to go back and reestablish in them his mercy and his grace and his goodness and his truth. Because they, like us, if we don't have proof of those characteristics in Christ, it would be impossible for us to pledge him our allegiance. We can pretend, or <laughs> uh, we could pretend. A lot of people pretend. The, the, the Pharisees they did a pretty good job at pretending. But when Jesus came, um, Jesus revealed to them that he, that inside, they were what they purported on their outside. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if, if we know the goodness of God. The goodness of God will lead us to repentance, yeah. and so that is why God has to reveal Himself to us. None of us repent because we're so good, and because you know, <laughs> you know, I'm just such a good person. I'm gonna give God His due. No, really, God earned His keep with us. God earned His keep. God doesn't take anything from us mm-hmm. without paying for it. God will rob us, and he don't take anything from us for free. Anything God gets from us, he pays for it. And um, because that's how we are. We need proof. And um, once now we come to accept God, in any characteristic that he revealed himself to us, I'll tell you something that happened. At the same time, at the same time that you prove that God is long-suffering, I'll tell you what happened to you. Long-suffering becomes a part of your spirit, the fruit of the spirit. So in proving who God is, you are becoming who God is. Anytime you prove any of God's characteristics, that's who you are. And anytime you prove anything of God's nature, that's who you are. So if you prove that God is merciful, simultaneously, by default, you also become merciful. And, and that's how we grow in grace. That's right. That's, why we, that's how we become like God, and that's how we grow in grace. That's why God has to be these things in order for us to become like him. And that's why you have to be long-suffering. Because these are no easy things. It's not easy to love your enemy. And I don't care how good you say you are, it is not easy to love your enemy. I don't care how you say people don't bother you. It is not easy to love your enemy. And there are other things that you would do with your enemy other than loving them. So as you prove that God is long-suffering, you become long-suffering. So Galatians 5, verse 22 says, The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering. See? So you, you too have to become Long suffering, And if you don't prove that God is long-suffering, you, you ain't becoming. You ain't becoming long-suffering. Why should you be long-suffering if he isn't? And he is the Almighty. So he has to become, he, he is, and then when he shows you, when he proves to you, when he gives you the evidence that he is, then you also will become. Okay? So let's go back to the text. And I said, I said, so I did like the 10th play again. Then plague in, in, in Egypt, and um, I'm just going to do them one by one. The first, the first plague in Egypt, and I know I'm not going to go past the first one. That's what I thought. The first plague in Egypt was turning the Nile River into blood, right? Now, all the plagues in Egypt was God pronouncing judgment against the gods of Egypt because Egypt was... Uh, Yes. Uh, 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 culture and people who serve many gods. Lots of gods. And so, when God decided to take his people out of Egypt, God had to publicly make a public show of those gods. And somebody said, why? Why don't take the people out of Egypt with their gods? Because... There some people in Egypt who were not Jews that needed to be saved. And they needed to know that what they were taught by their spiritual leaders was not right. So God in his long suffering and his graciousness and his mercy um, made an open show of the gods of Egypt. So that any Egyptian who wanted to live with the Jews could not Any Egyptian who wanted to come to their senses, and accept the true living God they could have. But God God is gracious like that. God is not going to take his people and leave everybody else to suffer because he's not willing that any should perish but Mm that all should come to repentance. So he had an obligation also to the the Egyptian people. Um, Glory to God. And so he, he he did what he did openly. He confronted the gods that they serve openly. Now so, turning the river... Turning the Nile River into blood was a judgment against the god of the Nile, whose name was Apis. And also against the goddess of the Nile, because if you have a god, you have a goddess because they have to have children. Okay? Um, Isis was the goddess of the Nile. And yeah. the guardian of the Nile was Khnum, And so the people of Egypt believe the Nile. They also believe that the Nile River was the bloodstream of Osiris. And the, blood,
4: Osiris the blood, the blood,
3: blood, the blood. Yes. The blood of Jesus.
5: Praise God.
3: Amen. You're back. You're back.
5: All right. Hallelujah. So and, um, the Nile was believed to be the bloodstream of Osiris, O-S-I-R-I-S. And it is it is said in the Egyptian culture that Osiris um, resurrected annually, experienced reborn annually, and that kept life going in Egypt. And they figured that all that took place in the Nile River. So the Nile River would flood every year. There was a flooding of the Nile River. And the water from the Nile would cover... Um, Egypt. It wasn't flood to wash them out. It was just flood to cover um, the field so that their crop could grow. And so they believed that it was Husseris was doing this for them, um, not the Almighty God. And they believed that when that happened, Apis and Isis um, would, be, would, would, would conceive and, uh, and bring forth um, children so all the children that were born in Egypt, they forget that they were born unto these gods. So that's how you get um, the old land was full of idolatry. And, um, and after the water receded from the ground, the, the land were well watered to bring forth a mighty harvest. So Egypt was a very fertile place especially in the Nile Delta. It produces everything good. They always have a bountiful harvest because of the operation of the water. Um, you remember in Genesis 41 when Pharaoh dreamed and Joseph interpreted his dream seven years of plenty and seven years of famine, and um, in the years of abundance are plenty, the Nile was, in those seven years, the Nile was very, very, very good to Egypt. So... Although it was God's hand, because we know it was God's hand, because in Genesis 41, verse 25, um, Joseph, Joseph said to Pharaoh, God showed Pharaoh what he's about to do. When, when Joseph interpreted Pharaoh's dream, he told Pharaoh, God is showing you what he's about to do. So we know that it was God's hand. But although it was God's hand, he still utilizes his natural creation to do what he's doing. And that's why I just said to you, um, being made in the image and likeness of God, um, there is a natural part to you that you use to do your natural business, but there's also a spiritual part, and it two does not conflict. You, you you should know how to maintain control of your being. That both part is in full operation. Um according to what you're doing. So, God showed Pharaoh what he was about to do. And so you could say, why? Um, because Pharaoh was a heathen king. ruler yeah. of he a heathen land. So, why would God need to do that? And verse 36 in that chapter, Genesis 41, explains why. Um, so that the land would not perish. So, in the same chapter... Genesis 4, 1, verse 36, it tells you why God was in that. It says that the land, that is the land of Egypt, would not perish. But again, you could still ask, why? (laughs) Why not? Why don't you want Egypt to perish? Egypt represented darkness and bondage and evil. So why would God want to preserve it? And the reason why God wanted to preserve Egypt at that time, why he gave the seven years of plenty, causing Nile, overlook who they worship, overlook that they believe that there was some other spirit in the Nile that was being good to them. God overlooked all that. God winks at that because God was um, forming Egypt to be the womb through which he was born the nation of Israel. So at this time, there was no such thing as the nation of Israel.
4: Yeah. The
5: nation was not yet birthed on the earth. The nation of Israel was is the last nation that God birthed on the earth. So Israel was not yet at the time. And God decided to use Egypt as the womb to wish
4: he would birth Israel.
5: That is why they suffered in Egypt. Especially when they were coming out because there is not a birth without travail. So the Exodus the Exodus is a travail to bring forth the nation or the son that God developed in the womb of Egypt. So that is why God preserved the land and that is why God preserved Pharaoh at that time. So that, that, that's God's usual way of doing doing business with man on the earth. And that's why God still works through you and I. Now, Genesis 41, verse 38, it says, Joseph, in whom the Spirit of God is. So that is why uh, you can Joseph in whom the Spirit of God is. So, the Spirit of God was in Joseph, and as the Spirit of God was in Joseph, so the Spirit of God is in us, and God still works um through God still works through us uh, and, um this day and in this age, and that is why we have to be at that place where the Spirit of God can function through us now um they will teach in the church that it was not until the New Testament that the Spirit of God indwelled man. But there are verses in the Bible, and this one, this is one of them, Genesis 41, verse 38, where you can see that that is not entirely true. The Spirit of God did indwell man. And not everybody like, like in the church, but um, there was like people who got to that place where the Spirit of God um indwell us. Indwell, so. In Genesis 41, verse 32, it says that Pharaoh's dream um, was doubled unto him twice. And if you see anything in the Bible like that, that Pharaoh's dream was doubled unto him twice, anything with God with twice, it means that God has established, established that fact. It is a truth. So if you ever read in Scripture, you read verily, verily, you know that that's a good place to take a fear. Because you know that that thing must come to pass. And if God speaks to you even today and God says verily, verily, or truly, truly, or of a fact this is true, if God speaks to you like that, then you can prophesy that. You can prophesy that to people. It, it, it must come to pass. And God, God speaks like that. God speaks with his own confirmation. And and so the Bible says in Genesis forty one, verse thirty two, that Pharaoh's dream was double onto him twice because God showed him the same region twice in two different ways. And that simply meant that for sure, for sure, God was gonna preserve the land of Egypt, he was gonna preserve the Pharaoh and He was gonna preserve it. He didn't say why, but he was going to preserve it for his people because he had said before that he sent, he sent Joseph ahead to prepare the way for the people when they come. So somebody who who knows this, the story of, of the Israelites in Egypt, they might say, okay, so if this Pharaoh had this dream and consented to God and it came to pass, what happened? Why Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and God had to drown him in the Red Sea to release the people. And I'm, I'm just going to tell a very simple. And the reason I'm saying that is because I don't want you to, to lose track um, of what I'm saying because I know sometimes some folks lose track. Um, the Pharaoh, the Pharaoh that was in Egypt, when Joseph was down there, the Pharaoh that Joseph who dreamt the dream and Joseph interpreted is a completely different person from the Pharaoh that was there when they were coming out. Yes. So that's that's 430 years.
4: Because mm-hmm. so that Pharaoh,
5: and the Pharaoh that was there when they were coming out, didn't even know Joseph at all. And and, and didn't even know about all this, all this history. It might seem like it's the same person at the same time, but it's not at the same time. Four hundred and thirty years had expired, so that was a man. But but Pharaoh was a title. Pharaoh was a title of of the king. It wasn't a personal name. Mm-hmm. It was a title of the king. And so that Pharaoh that was with Joseph, just as Joseph had died, that Pharaoh died, and this was a completely different Pharaoh. And um, was a complete different and 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 so the pharaoh that was the pharaoh that was there when the children of Israel were coming out of Egypt, he wasn't even an Egyptian. He had conquered. He had conquered, overthrown. Um, and had taken over. So the history about Joseph and the seven years of Simon and the seven years of, of plenty, that wasn't his history and he didn't hear. The only thing he saw was that um, these people were here and they were so numerous they could take over at any point in time. And so he decided that he was going to make certain that they, they, they didn't. So denial, let me go back to Exodus chapter 7. Denial was the foundation for daily life and the national economy, and they also worship there. It was also their place of worship, because after when they have their feast, their their their, their harvest, their plentiful harvest, then they would throw children in the Nile to the god Osiris and sacrifice their their babies, their firstborn, to this spirit in the Nile each each year. Um what was different then when God made your judgment to the god of the Nile? Seeing that every year the Nile overflowed its banks anyways yes, yes. and they and they got this bountiful harvest. Um, uh, what was different when God intervened? Um all the fishes all the fishes died
4: mm-hmm. in the Nile
5: and the water was useless. Mm-hmm. Now Previous years, that didn't happen. The, the water was good. It blessed the place, and there was a great harvest.
4: Mm-hmm. This year, though, when it
5: was judgment from God, all the fishes died. The water was was rendered useless. In Exodus 7, verse, 7, verse 17, Exodus in verse 17, Pharaoh was told, through Moses, whom God spoke to, I just said God speaks through human beings, um, through his sons, through Moses, Pharaoh was told, By this you shall know that I am the Lord. That's Exodus 7, verse 17. Um, God was defeating all the gods of Egypt. And um, I'm using those lessons to show God's characteristics. So God is long suffering not only towards his children. You're going to see how he was awful long suffering towards Pharaoh, even though Pharaoh would not listen. Because when Moses went, um, Pharaoh said, Pharaoh says, So who is this God of yours that I should listen to him? And so God had to answer that question. And the way how God answered Pharaoh is in his actions. And at the same time, because he took so long to actually put fear out of commission, we see that God is long-suffering. So tonight's lesson, um, dealing with the characteristics of God, the first characteristic that I venture to point out is that God is long-suffering. Yes. Now, because God is long-suffering, that doesn't mean that we should abuse His mercy.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: We should not abuse His mercy. If somebody is good to you, you don't have to be brutish you can appreciate their goodness. So we should rejoice that God is long-suffering. And that we spent just in mercy. Um, and so we must, and, and because of that, we must guard our relationship with Him. We shouldn't serve God just because we are afraid of Him. We should serve God because we love Him. We shouldn't serve God because we think that if we don't, He's going to do something bad to us.
4: Mm-hmm. We should
5: serve God because He's so good to us.
4: Yeah. We, should,
5: we, should, we should move away from the negative thought of God and serve God positively, because if we serve God positively, that's when God can really, really work through us. God is to be feared, and God can do whatever he wants to do with us, but that's not what God wants us to think about him. In having a relationship with God, the characteristics that God wants us to know of him is what he wants us to have. I said that before. And the reason why he wants us to have those characteristics, because that's the characteristics we need to live with him productively and peacefully in eternity. And so God is going through this process with us for us to adopt his characteristics and for us to adopt his nature. And um, you you could say, isn't there another way that God could do this? There might be another way that he could do it, but he's doing it this way. This is his method. And it's working. (laughs) It is working. I know it's working because it's working on me. Amen. (laughs) Now, scientists have their own theories about uh, the water being turned into blood. If you're talking to somebody about this, they might might bring up some, some scientific proof. To try to explain away God. I don't have too much wrestling with anybody who does that. I'm just going to give you one thing that you could say to them. They, they will not be able to answer this. Um, says, if, you, if your scientific proof is the truth, explain to me why even the water that was stored in jars and in containers in the houses also turned into blood. Wow. And became unusable. Because that happened, all the water in Egypt, even if it was a glass of drinking water mm-hmm. in somebody's house, it also turned into blood. So mm-hmm. when God works, God makes certain that you understand that it's Him. That He's at work. So, <laughs> again, he makes certain. You don't have no doubt. He makes certain that there's no doubt. So tonight, what we had looked at in beginning to look at the characteristics of God, using, using the, the ten plagues, we're going to be using the ten plagues of, of Egypt. To show God's character, we look at that God is long-suffering towards us, and we appreciate God for His long-suffering. And not only to the saints, He's long-suffering towards everybody. You know, when when Noah was preaching the Bible, said he preached for 120 years, and and to, today, you know, many times you try to witness to somebody, and they'll say, "No, mm, I don't know about God coming," because the come when I'll be hearing that. But he is coming. He's just long-suffering, and he's waiting until the very last one of his children who is to be saved, um, get saved. And um, I know although earth can get miserable and the earth can get hard, I wouldn't want God to cut it short. I would want everybody who is to be saved to be saved. So in, in the in the generation or in the era or in the time in the dispensation that you have called me to live, I'm not going to worry about all of time. I'm not even going to worry about eternity. I'm going to deal with each day that God gives me and um, prove God for who he is to me in that day. And the Bible says sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. So, any evil that the Lord might allow me to face in that day, I will use the characteristics that I know of God to overcome evil every time, because those are that's the purpose why God imparts his characteristics to us that as He is mighty and powerful and accomplishable, then we too can be mighty powerful and accomplishable because we share in all these characteristics. To be long-suffering is not easy. It is not easy to be patient, to love the unlovable, and to stand your ground in the face of evil, and that's demonstrated through people whom you love and care for. It is not easy, but I'm just going to close by saying If you want to be like God, then you have to adopt all His characteristics. And if you want to be like God, he will make certain that it's accomplished in you because he will be the one that's doing the work in you. You just have to submit to him and surrender. And you will see that as he is long-suffering and can endure, with all our weaknesses and all our disobedience and all the trouble that we give him, then you too, I just as to get that revelation, you too will be able to endure all this stuff from the people that you deal with. You too will be able to endure with them as God endured with you. So if you will receive it and if you will have it, be <laughs> long-suffering. And God bless you as you pursue God and um, try to achieve his nature and his characteristics. You have his name, you have his spirit, so now you need to pursue his characteristics and his nature so you could be completed in him. God bless you. Happy studying and happy pursuing until we talk again. Um, Elsa Marina, are you leading tonight?
3: Yes, ma'am.
5: Okay, Pastor Marins, I'm going to turn back to you now. In
3: Jesus' name. Amen. Um, and I just wanted to say this. Oh, oh. oh goodness! It is very windy. It just blew the window in. Oh goodness! The 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 um the mesh. It just blew it blew it out into the into the room. Wow. Oh, we praise Jesus. Glory to God. That's the enemy letting me know. Glory to God that he's defeated. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. God. (laughs) Get this back in. Okay, somebody is on speaker, so I'm, I'm echoing. Ah, hallelujah. Glory to God. Okay, we're good. We're safe, we're safe back. Everything's back in. Glory to the most high God. Amen. Um, as I was saying, um, Elder June, I I am living proof that God is long suffering.
4: Hallelujah.
3: Glory to God. I am living proof. Um, for God to put up with me and you know, wait on me. And not wipe me out as yet shows me that God is long suffering, uh-huh. and I'm so grateful for um this teaching tonight because oftentimes we live in fear I remember um I think you know that I'm coming from Bethlehem apostolic um united and I remember growing up in Bethlehem thinking that God was sitting, you know, on a throne in the sky with a bunch of lightning bolts in his hands, ready to fire them off at me every time that I did something. And
4: mm.
3: yeah, and, and it's it's no way for a believer, let alone a young believer, To live. But um, when you don't know, you don't know. When you don't receive proper teaching, you just don't know. Going back to the reason for this teaching, Hosea um, 4, verse 6 My people perish because of a lack of knowledge. Right? When we don't have knowledge, when we don't understand who God is, you know, we live in fear, not a godly fear, but fear that any minute now he's gonna strike us down. But we learn tonight, no, he is long suffering. And I never thought about um I never thought about this, Elder June, that um God worships us as well. Okay. I never, it's, it's I, I never studied it. I never, I, I never looked at. You know, I look at us as, you know, being the ones to worship Him alone, and and Him receiving, receiving our worship. But I never looked at it the other way, and and so now my view of worship has been totally altered, and so therefore. Uh, I I believe that my worship is now going into new dimensions. Knowing that my Abba Father worships me, I am going to make sure that I worship him in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I am Hallelujah. not. I, I, it's not going to be just a little pass by God. I praise Hallelujah. the God. I worship you and then, then I'm done. No. You know, I'm going to ensure that he gets all my worship. I'm going Hallelujah. to ensure, like David, and, you know, I can so, when you were talking, I'm like, okay, so that's what's going on. Because, yes. Elder June, I could be um, eating dinner, and I'm praising God. I could be showering, and I'm praising and. You don't need to hear something come out of my mouth, but in my spirit, I am, you know, I am praising. I am, and, 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 and the same thing with prayer, it's something that's consistently going on. And my desire is that every believer will get to that place, you know, get to that place of constant praise, constant worship, because our Abba Father worships us as well. How awesome is our God?
5: Awesome.
3: I you know, I I just fell in love with him all over again tonight.
5: Hallelujah.
3: I fell I fell in love with him all over again. That he values me so much. Glory to God. He values me.
5: Hallelujah. That it's not just
3: about me going to him, but he values me. I'm so in love with him. Let us Father, we thank you, we praise you, we glorify you, oh, God. God
5: hallelujah.
3: I just, I, I honor you tonight, God.
5: Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah.
3: Oh, before you tonight.
5: You. God, hallelujah.
3: God, I lift you. Huh. there's
4: you, nobody
3: God. like you oh God there's none above right. you there's none beside yes. you hallelujah glory to God yes. we thank you for your presence and God I thank you for answering yes. prayers oh God because God you yes. answer yes. prayers tonight hallelujah I thank you for who you are I thank you oh God that you consistently shame the devil you consistently yes. his toes on our behalf and I thank you Hallelujah. And God, now I place your woman servant on the altar before you once more. God, I ask that you will, Lord God, anoint her once more from the corner of her head to the soles of her feet. Even now, Father God, I bind up retaliating and backlashing spirits, oh God. Any imp, any warlock that may try even try to come near her oh God I am asking oh God that you'll bind them up and send them back to the dark abyss of hell in the name of Jesus Lord God I thank you for using your servant tonight once more I thank you for speaking to us once more oh God and I thank you oh God hallelujah oh God for tabernacling with us tonight hallelujah because truly you are oh God on this line I can feel your presence with us, oh God. And I thank you, oh God, for taking us, oh God, from a place, oh God, of not knowing, oh God, hallelujah, to a place of revelation tonight in the name of Jesus. Father God, I ask for a blood covering over Elder June Malcolm, over her family, oh God, everything pertaining to her. Cover, oh, hallelujah, with your son's precious blood, hallelujah, because God, she is so precious, oh, God. I thank you, Lord God, for sending her to Simple Words Ministry. I thank you, oh, God, for using her, oh, God. I thank you, God, for using her, oh, God. To take us, oh God, from a place, oh God, hallelujah, oh God, of not knowing who you are, not understanding fully who you are, oh God, to where we are right now, and to where you are about to take us, oh God. So God, we God. are truly grateful. We are truly Thank thankful to you, oh God, that you consider, oh, oh God, hey. worthy
5: oh. to receive hallelujah. you. Hey, I got my
3: worship you we honor you we glorify you in jesus name amen god almighty thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you
5: thank you jesus
3: for it's
4: a god Glory. Hallelujah, mighty God.
5: Hallelujah. I am a mama. Hey, yo, mama. Shandiola masaha. Great to
4: God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
5: Lord, oh, my We worship you. Are. Hallelujah, mighty God. God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus. Mighty God, mighty God. Thank you, God, for being so Amen. Hallelujah!
4: So, good. Hallelujah. so good, so good, so oh, good.
5: Marine, you yes. Know what's missing in our worship. We don't know who God is. Mhm. Don't know who He is. We don't know what He's doing for us. We don't know what He wants to do in us, and that's why our worship is so lacking.
4: Yes. If we
5: would come to know who God is and what He's doing for us, we couldn't help but worship.
3: Our oh, worship.
5: I'm
3: going to worship him glory to god and now is the time where the true worshipers must Lord. worship him in spirit and in truth glory Amen. to god on that note elder june malcolm glory to god i'm going to ask everyone hallelujah to get into a place of worship listen hallelujah listen to this song. Let it let it let it minister to your spirit and get into that place of worship. Hallelujah. What Nobody like, you, nobody like you God There's nobody like you God There's nobody like you God You are worthy of our praises You do God you are worthy Hallelujah Nobody like you There's nobody like you I praise you I praise you God Hallelujah Glory Glory to God, Hallelujah! At this time, glory to God. I'm going to open the line. Your comments, your questions, your testimonies. The line is open. Hallelujah, mighty God. Ooh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. God.
4: Hallelujah.
5: Thank you, Jesus. prayer. Jesus, glory to God, God. none like you. Mm. Hallelujah, none but you. Hallelujah, glory yes. to God. Thank glory, you. To glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Shaya ma. Ah ha, shaya ah, ma, ma ma ma, sendiela
4: ma.
5: Hey Jesus, hallelujah. Glory, ha ma ma ma, sete imo kahaya. Jesus. Hi. I worship you
4: Oh, that little Lord side of me, no, no, no. Lord, that is. Oh. I that? For oh. you
6: Good night, Pastor. Mary. Good night, Elder
4: June.
6: Good Praise the Lord. You. Um. Good night. Praise the Lord. Another awesome night. But the one word that stucks out in my mind, um, is a suffering, as a, is a char- characteristic of God. And honestly, I, you know, it's like I don't hear anything else. Only uh, was teaching that word stand out in my mind because I know that yes, you know, suffering is one of the fruit of the spirit and. The, we, as believers, we don't want to suffer. And he says, to, to suffer with me, if you want to raise with me, then you have to suffer. And oftentimes, while we're going through, we always, I ask, let me you know, like this comment. I would say, why me? Why? What is God doing? But what we, I fail to realize that suffering is a tool that, that God uses to get my attention, and also to accomplish His purpose in my life,
4: mm-hmm.
6: suffering is also designated to build my trust in the Almighty. But suffering also re- uh, requires the right response if it is to be successful in accomplish God's purpose, Amen. and also suffering forces me to turn from the trust in my own resource by living by the faith in God's resources. Suffering is a sign of holiness also. And, also, and also God uses suffering for his glory. And <clears throat> he uses suffering because um, what God does for his own sake is, is benefit us. Therefore, whatever glorifies him is good for us. And that includes the suffering that he allows or brings either by terms that we can apply in our lives, so I thank God for this word tonight. Um, you know, like suffering, suffering, all terrain with me after suffer, and you know okay. you, you go through one thing after another. Hello. And like I said, you say, why me?
4: Yes.
6: But it it helps me to build. Suffering so helps me to build my faith, and not to lean on my own understanding. Mm-hmm you know, to lean on God and to acknowledge Him. And I thank God for considering me to be suffering. As you know, I think I, I thank God for considering me to be have to be a carrier of his characteristic. I thank God for that. I thank God for that also word tonight and the and the part of praise this is like you know we don't really have to open up our mouth to worship God. You said so that David said that I will bless the Lord at all times. He didn't. He. I don't think he was walking about praising God like that openly. But you can do it in your you know, inner mean, You can do it within yourself. You can be cooking and you can be praising God. You can be doing anything and be praising God. So I thank God for yes. the word tonight. I thank God for worship. I thank God yes. that I have access to Him. I thank God that I don't have to make an appointment to go to him. Uh, I can worship him worshiping him anywhere, anytime, anyhow. You know, he, he doesn't he doesn't tell me that I have to go religious really up in my heels and my socket and to come and worship him. And do it anywhere. As long as, you know, like I just want to be in the presence of God and I can set up the worship. I worship you almighty God. I worship you O oh, Prince of Peace. Mm-hmm. That is all I want to do. I give you praise for you are my righteousness, God. I lift you up tonight, God. I glorify your name, truly, God. There is none like you. There's none beside you. You are God all by yourself, God. And you said, when I send up the praises, then the blessings will come. There. When I send up the praises, then deliverance will come. When I send up the praises, and. Healing will come. What I what he's trying to say is that when I when I sell the praises to him, he will act. He will act. It's not about gimme, give me, give, give me what I, what am I doing? Oh God. Give him my heart and yes I give my heart. But yes I have to bless him at all times. because his praise is continually in my mouth. I'm done.
2: God bless, Sister Andrea.
3: God bless
0: you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good night, everyone. Good night, Pastor Marine. Good night.
4: God. Good, night. Good night.
0: Good night. Good night. My God, my God. When I think of the goodness of Jesus yes. that he has done for me, my my soul cries out, Thank you, Jesus. Elder June, thank you for tonight. Um, yes. I know that God is an awesome God, but, but when you explain how awesome and how good He is to us and who we are in Him and if we only trust Him, it, it, it's it's amazing. Um, I think it was earlier today, um, God told me he was saying, "You know, I was working, and he was saying, like, "Um, make an altar at the front of your bed. I was just gonna cut you know take a break and and, and give a word and pray and I sat in the chair, and I still you know I worked, and I said, You know when I'm done, I will, but tonight he's so worthy, he's so worthy he is so worthy to be praised and and it, it is it gives you that warm, fluffy feeling." Of, of how good he is, and how awesome he is, because he has brought us he has brought me a long way, and to think of his goodness he didn't he didn't kill me before I really got the, a, a good grip of him and saying, God, you are good because I didn't understand all this time i'm coming i'm coming, I'm coming, but every day i am getting i am getting <coughs> understanding how much he loves us, how much he cares about us, how much he, he, he takes good care of us. Even when we don't have anything, I don't always say, when I say he takes care of me, I don't always have all that I want. But I'm just grateful for anything, just about any and everything, just the thing that he came this low to meet me at my space because can, I can't even keep it together. I can't even keep it together, and he still loves me, he still cares, Man. he's still Thank on God. still God, he is an awesome, awesome God, if we ever know how much he loves us and 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 my my I have a question because um, I was asked this question and and i I thought that I knew the answer, but tonight you said obedience and worship but i um i also wanted to know why did god create man and we were asked that and i said because he um he wanted us to um to worship him but um i don't think that was the right answer cuz they said okay uh think about it again so my question tonight is why were we created
5: Um, what what's the second the question was asked originally where were you what was the second
0: at church we were at at um bible study Church? yeah okay
5: um god um i' I'm, i don't know who the teacher was but I'm glad that the teacher was pushing to go beyond that basic answer to, to worship to worship him because um that with that answer we are supposed to worship the Lord, but with that answer it seems like God is lacking something. And um he created us to to fulfill that which he was lacking. And and so that is not true at all. So yeah, it, and to get the answer like to worship him. That's not why God created us. God created us because he didn't want to be alone. <laughs> yeah.
4: Didn't you know
0: what? Let me tell you. Said, I said that jokingly, and everybody turned around. I was like, okay, okay, all right, all right. I said, God wants his company. And everybody was like, what? He could make it? I'm like, okay, okay. I didn't know whether I was right or wrong. I said to obey him, and there was a question of silence. Then I said to worship him. I said, okay, he was lonely then. So everybody was, um. so I, then I said, okay, I'll stop. But I really I really wanted to know. 'cause <laughs> he wasn't
5: lonely because God is complete in himself. That's what I'm saying. If you say to worship him, it's like he's not complete, like he's lacking something. And so he created man to fulfill that lack. God is not lacking anything um, at all. God is complete. God, God existed for all eternity all by himself. But, you know, like, love is such... Somebody said love is not love until you give it away. Love is such an active, moving force, and because God is love, He had to materialize that. He he had to bring that outside of Him. Because that's what love is. Love just seeks outer expression. God is love. So it was an expression of His love towards us. Not alone, He wasn't because He was alone, but the expression of His love demanded that he has somebody to exercise this one to, to give this love to. Okay. And so um, he decided to make us the way that he did so that we could receive it. We could okay. reciprocate it. We could accept it. Because the trees and all the animals they're lesser than and, and that is why the Holy Ghost is so intent and trying to let us know um, who he is and who we are, because too long we've been missing it. And God wants us now in these last and 40 days of time. Um, in the certain way we are at, God is really drawing us. I want you to get I want you to get who I am and who you are, so that we can do what I created you to do. And God, yeah. God wants a fellowship. And God cannot really fellowship with the animals um, on par. Nor with rivers and the trees, no, know. They give God glory and God can appreciate them acting how he set them to be. But to have a free-thinking moral being who could decide in themselves, I want to worship you. I want to love you. I want to be with you. Only man can do that. Not even the apes. As close as the apes are to mankind in their, in their Their um, mental makeup and not even whales, because whales whales are very smart, also. Now, God had to remake Himself, He had to reproduce Himself to have a family. And so, God believes in family, God wants family. God wants to be a father. In order to be a father, you have to have children. And so, Mm -hmm. that's why He created us. But you were right, He created us to express His love. And he created us to be with him. He didn't want to be by himself for all eternity. That's the same reason why Adam ate the fruit after he did. Mm-hmm. Adam had the same thought like God. Yeah. Um, if Adam had not eaten the fruit after he ate, he would have died all by herself. God was not going to make another woman. because Adam understood that. He said, this is the woman that I... I, I have given you. And that is why when I teach Adam and Eve, I, I do not say anybody was passing any blame. Adam gave a reason. To give a reason is not to, a reason is not always an excuse. He asked ask me, why did you do that? And I said, I said don't give me an excuse. <laughs> you asked me for a reason. I'm giving you the reason. I'm not giving you an excuse. <laughs> I'm giving you the reason where my head was at, where my top was at, why I did that. So Adam explained to God where his head was at, where his top was at. You made this woman. And you gave her to me. If she goes, um, I will not be able to fulfill the purpose for which you made me. And you already give me command to increase and multiply and replenish the earth. This is my help me to do that. So I had to step in with her. And I know you're going to redeem this. So I am, even the place rate. I act. <laughs> That's taking responsibility for his own actions, and 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 so Adam was in the same frame of mind as God. Um, he had to step into sin with Eve in order to preserve her, and 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 God did the same thing for us to preserve to preserve us. And then He is a great deliverer. So if we believe and live by faith, we'll be saved.
0: Amen. Thank you
5: so much. So don't 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 be ashamed or afraid of your answer. God did not want to be alone. Yet. God believes, God is love.
0: And oh, and yeah. all has to be expressed. <laughs> yep. 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 Oh, thank you so much. Yep. Praise God, yeah. Amen. praise God. Amen. The only, the only
5: thing when, when, when you answer some Bible, you, you must have a scripture to back it up. Because, you know, and many times, even although we go to church a lot, we don't really spend intimate time with the Word of God. So at best we have ideas about God, but we don't really know God and we don't really know the scriptures. We have a lot of ideas, though, and we have a lot of misteaching because because um, most of the time when people are preaching, they didn't take time to prepare their message, and they just say a lot of stuff. And many times we just repeat what was said before without checking it out, without searching, without searching it out for ourselves. And so a lot of mis- misinterpretation and miscommunication get passed on and we perpetuate it because but the Bible says that after you um hear the word, after he Jesus said it, after he teach, or after Paul said it, after he teach, Peter said it, after he teach, then here I have a responsibility to go and search the word. To see those things are so and, and I'm saying the same thing. After I teach, go search the word. So when you're given, when you're given an answer, have at least one scripture and say, Well this scripture says this and I'm standing by the scripture. And um, if, you, uh, if you have a scripture to to, to support your answer, then if it's denied, it's not you, they're denying it. It's a scripture.
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I actually did try to research it too. Yeah. Praise God. Confirmation. Yep. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Praise God. God bless you, Sister Bridget. Thank you. Great for question.
3: You. God bless you. Anyone else?
2: Anyone else?
3: Come on, folks, you're just
0: listening.
3: Glory to God. Um, if there are no other questions or comments, are there any prayer requests?
0: Oh, yes, Pastor Marin, that I get more wisdom, knowledge, and understanding because I know that there's there's more for me that I, I need. And as um, Elder June said, you know, there it, there has to be a scripture to back it up. The answer that I got, I was kind of like, I'm coming to find the answer. I know God made us for something else. And I came out here searching the Bible. <laughs> I couldn't find it. I tried all the different versions because I know mm-hmm. that he made us for his, com- you know, he wanted us for a different reason oh, yeah, can you please, you know, when you pray, just wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. I want wisdom to increase, my knowledge to be, be just widened and um understanding, and you know, so we don't sound like we're babbling when we make, you know, answer or when we talk about God, because people are gonna start to question us and they're gonna get deep. So I just want to grow more in God. Thank you. Amen. Amen, I'm in, amen, I'm in. praise the Lord. Praise the
6: Lord. Even Lord. More. Praise the Lord. Praise my prayer requests. I'll pray for my finger to get here because my fingers still can't stretch out.
2: Your finger? Yes. <laughs> okay. It's one of
4: the...
2: It's
6: one of yeah, the my right, the one next to my pinky on the right hand because I, I, the, the the, tendon is damaged. So, mm. I have it
2: in the thing and the thing just came up and it's still crooked. Mm. I, I want to do this job and not give damage. Okay. Go pray. Anyone else? Yes, Pastor. Yes, sir? I, 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 I'm trying to figure out a way to apologize for the
3: outbursts earlier. Um, that's okay. Um I've 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 had conversations not realizing that the phone wasn't on mute. That's
2: okay. Do you have a prayer request? Or a, or a comment. Do you have a comment or a, a prayer request? i able to control my... Control David. That's, that's about all I can say. I just... Okay. All right. God bless you, Brother David. Anyone else? Who is here tonight? Yeah, we've got a full line,
6: but
3: um, we've got some folks on mute. If you're speaking and I'm not responding, it's because your phone's on mute. Glory to God. Um, I just wanna—I didn't do the announcements at the beginning because I knew, I knew we needed um all the time. Ta- we needed time for the study tonight. I just um if, if you're on the line for the first time tonight, um, we have Bible study and intercessory prayer meeting every Monday night, and you are invited to participate. Amen. You can ask your questions, you can make your comments, um, you know whatever it is. This is not just um, a ministry where you come and, and listen. We do invite you to participate, so don't be shy, you know nobody judges anybody on this line. We're all here um, growing together. We're learning and growing together. So I invite you, um, you know, any just any questions or comments, don't be shy. We're here every Monday night at 9 p.m. We're also here Tuesday nights um, at 9 p.m. for Jeremiah Generation with Minister Kamisha Williams. And I know they were on, but I, th- I think that the, the line dropped um, so the Jamaica folks... Uh, Um, Their line got disconnected, and I haven't seen them come back in um, as yet. Um, Glory to God. So uh, Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join us for Jeremiah Generation. Wednesday mornings at um, 7.14 a.m., Please join us uh, for Standing in the Gap Intercessory Prayer Meeting. Um, glory to God, where we stand in the gap. Amen. We intercede. We pray. Glory to God. Um, Wednesday nights, we have our um, celebration service, our um, praise, worship, and testimony service, where we just give God praise. Amen. We give God praise because he's worthy of our praises, and he's done so much for us we have to keep um we have to lift him up glory to god um then on thursday night at 9 p.m. we are walking through the word we're reading the bible like literally reading the bible um book by book chapter by chapter verse by verse glory to god so join us thursday nights and and um next uh, this coming thursday we continue first kings chapter 12 hallelujah Uh, Friday night at midnight, it's our Midnight Fire on the Wire Midnight Explosion. Um, Glory to God. You you don't want to miss it. You really don't. Hallelujah. Uh, Glory to God. Um, We have just, you know, an awesome time in the Lord on Friday night. Saturday at noon, 12 noon, uh, we have, glory to God, Noonday Inspiration with Minister Monica Little. Um, and I had the opportunity, glory to God, uh, on my way home from the conference on Saturday, you know, I had the opportunity to dial in, and I was truly, 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 truly blessed. I just thank God for using um, Minister Monica Little the way that he is on um, Saturdays, glory to God. If you know anybody who's unsaved, anybody who needs to hear a word, invite them to come on Saturdays, glory to God. Um, Also, Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's our Sunday worship service. Um, Last night was a little bit different because it was Father's Day. Glory to God. The service was dedicated to um, forgiving fathers because, you know, many of us have gone through some some stuff. And I got to say, I was, you know, I mean, like I was really, really, really impressed with how God, um, you know, handled last night's service. Um, you know the, the what was shared, and and it was just um, an, a, a wonderful time to be in his presence last night. Um, you never know what God's going to do um, on Simple Words Ministry, so tune in and see what He does. Amen. And then also Mondays at noon, twelve noon, we have the Prophet's Corner with Prophet Bob Proprie. Glory to God. Um, and literally, uh, I sat in my doctor's office today listening to Prophet Bob um, one, one, one headphone in, in, in my ear and the other in my husband's ears as we listen to him um, encourage us um, to watch the words glory to God that comes out of our mouth and just you know um, sense of God let me tell you something we're living in a time uh, glory to God and more than ever we need to trust God we need to believe his word we need to exercise the power of our tongue, meaning we need to speak the word of God over our lives, speak life over our lives, because when you speak the wrong thing, you will experience the wrong thing in your life, so you might as well speak the right thing, amen? amen. Glory to God, glory to God, I'm, a, you know, that, I, you know, there are certain people um you know, they carry a a specific, um, ministry. And I believe that, you know, God, you know, God has called me to remind folks, you know, to watch the words and just, you know, speak positive, um, you know, confess the promises of God over your lives so that you can see, um, you can see, see the manifestation. Um, hallelujah. Glory to God. Um, if there are no more prayer requests or comments glory to it is it's it's getting late 11:22 mm-hmm. um hallelujah glory to god um Elijah and Malcolm i just want to thank you so much once more uh your your when, the way that you you teach on this line um let me tell you something when i become a millionaire you will become a millionaire as well glory to god hallelujah <laughs> Glory okay. to God, because you know okay. you 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 handle you handle you know the 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 teaching you know um as if you're in a um you know a a conference conference hall um and i am I'm, I'm I'm grateful I'm so grateful to you I'm thankful i didn't know um I really didn't know what God had in store um uh, when he he made the connection and and the revelation that you needed to come and um teach. I had no clue what was going to take place, and i am so thankful i am really thankful uh for what I'm learning, what I'm, you know, what I'm eating—the feast that I'm having here on Monday nights. So, God's richest blessings upon you, um, always. Glory to God. Glory well, to God.
5: I I must say also that um, for the months that I've been here, I have grown um, myself so much, and in an area that I think it takes discipline for the Lord to have accomplished um that um me. Um I know you tried other methods and it didn't really work. Um not that I'm proud that God tried some with me and it doesn't work. But it didn't work. But Temple Word Ministry um um since done it. Where I think responsibility um responsibility for my ears. So those who will hear me, those who will listen to me, uh, because I was of the persuasion that everybody is responsible for their own soul, and mm-hmm. I don't have to be responsible for anybody's soul.
4: <laughs>
5: you know, I become adults, I don't have to be responsible, but um, in this sentence, um, the spirit of the Lord has, um, has been successful in letting me know that you are responsible for the words that you're um, disseminating on the air. Uh, because they don't die, they're going to go, they're going to um, keep on, they're going to keep on moving on, they're going to be perfectly alive, and and the Lord is going to use them through the earth and through our time. And that's a lot of responsibility. Um, usually when it involves somebody's soul, somebody's eternity, I wouldn't touch that. that, that that's why, you know, I said to God, it is for those people who are pastors, because I know that is a pastoral, that's a pastoral role, that's a pastoral duty to be responsible for people's eternity. And for yeah. um, so all the years I've been saved, even teaching as long as I've been teaching, I would never consent with the Lord to take responsibility for anybody's so, um But on the line here, Ed, the, the Lord left me with no choice.
4: Yes. And,
5: as, and as I said, it was either I was going to stop coming by here or I was going to um, move forward. And so to God be the glory, I decided to move forward and to speak quickly stick with um my duties here. So for God be the glory. I, when I started here I didn't know. And God has a subtle way of kinda roping of you in. He yes. um, he just he just does it. So for God be the glory, I bless you too for I I just bless you for your obedience when you started this ministry and um and for so what it is doing for me and in me.
3: Amen. 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 Amen, glory to God. Uh, You know, um, last week, um, Friday, on Friday, the very first overseer that we had in this ministry called me. And um, he said he was reminiscing about Simple Words Ministry and all the ministries that have come forth from Simple Words Ministry, and he, because I, he's he's in Cleveland, and I I went down there, you know, several years ago to to preach. It, um, I had a conference that I'm gonna I'm gonna revive it. Call your Jericho Wall Must Fall, and um, I went down there to to preach and. Apparently, out of that, and I didn't realize, you know, many other ministries um, came came forth out of you know out of me going going to Cleveland, and he just you know he he called you know because you know he used the word um, the a word that you use that you know that's my that's the office that I'm called into and because so so many, so many ministries have, you know, come out of Simple Words ministry. And I know I did absolutely nothing. I was just, you know, I just, you know, connect the lines. I you know, I I connect talk shoe to the prayer line or back then it was um block talk radio or, you know, um Skype Room or whatever I just connect and and send out the notifications and invite people to come to come um and people come and I'm grateful to God for what he's doing on his line this is his you know he needed he needed moses you know he could have used anybody but he called moses to um to step out of out of egypt for 40 years and then you know recondition him and then send, send him back in um 40 years you know 40 years later um and he gave moses a tool now Civil War's ministry is that tool. You know, everything that took place had absolutely nothing to do with Moses. Moses was was just obedient to be his hand extended, right? And, you know... Uh God has said, "Okay, here you go, um, Simple Words Ministry. All I need is for you to extend your hand, and then I'll work through you. I'll, 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 you know, I'll draw the people. I'll equip the people. I'll send, I'll send them. And I'm so grateful that He considered, you know, to um to include me in His plans. How awesome is He? He's, he God is just awesome? God is awesome, awesome." Mm-hmm. Glory to God. So I, I thank you. I thank you, Ella June. Glory to God. Um, I thank you for um, not turning up your nose because, I mean, you're so educated. You're so, I mean, you're so anointed. And... um you know, Simple Words Ministry, very simple, hallelujah, and I thank you, I thank you for coming and, you know, enhancing Simple Words Ministry, because that's exactly what you do um, for us, and I'm grateful, glory, to and I love you, you know that, from the depths of my being, from the depths of my heart, I love you, and I thank God that he has placed you in my life, God bless you, glory to God. Um... Without going into details, uh, folks, the the, the doctors, the, the doctors, they talk nonsense. They really do. They take they take tests and and then they come back and they they tell you nonsense. When um, the Bible tells me that He was wounded for my transgressions, He was bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon Him, Jesus Christ, and by His stripes I'm healed. The doctors gave me some bad news today about my um outer shell, not me but the shell that carries my spirit. And I am soliciting prayers in your in your in your um private prayer time. Um just remembering to say, Father, heal Pastor Maureen Chen Daly. I believe it's already done. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, um just give just lift me up in your prayer and know that um it is well as the Shunammite woman glory to God when her husband sent her boy back to her dead she placed him in that atmosphere of the holy spirit because we know that the Spirit of God was with Elijah. She placed him in that atmosphere. She saddled a donkey. Her husband asked her, is it well with you? She said, it is well. And she went off to speak to the person who represented God to her. And when he saw her coming... He says, is it well with you? She said, it is well. Is it well with your son? She said, it is well. He was dead. Hmm. He was dead. The Bible didn't say that he was sleeping. The Bible said he died. he died. He died. And she opened up her mouth and she said, it is well. And the Hebrew translation there, um, um, I have peace. Then she said, it is well. I have peace. Peace in the midst of the trials. Peace in the midst of the storms. Peace. Because I know that my God is able. And that's the place that I am at. I know that my God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that I could ask, imagine, or pray for. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, join with me in giving God thanks. Shame in the devil once more. Hallelujah. On my behalf. Glory to God. Let us pray. Let us pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, I stretch my hands to thee. There's no other help that I know. If you should withdraw yourself from me, please tell me where shall I go? What a friend we have in Jesus. All,
4: right.
3: All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. It truly is a privilege to be able to come to you, O oh God. And God, as I come to you right now, I ask that you will search me. I ask that you will try me. I ask that you will see if there be some ways in me that are not pleasing to you, King of Glory. God, whatever sin, hallelujah, has escaped lately in my life, I'm asking God that you will forgive me and send it back to the dark abyss of hell in the name of Jesus, because God, I desire to live live a clean a pure holy acceptable life unto you so anything at all oh god i'm asking that you will burn it out in the name of jesus create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me in the name of jesus father tonight hallelujah I lift up, O oh God, hallelujah. These requests, O oh God, and the unspoken requests. I place them on the altar before you in the name of Jesus, knowing that you are the prayer answering God, knowing, hallelujah, oh God, that we can come to you. You said, oh God, hallelujah, that we should call upon you and you will hear us, you will answer us and show us great and mighty things. God, tonight we're calling upon you, oh God. God, I place Sister Bridget Johnson before you in the name of Jesus. God, hallelujah, such, oh God, a wise prayer requests oh God hallelujah because I remember when Solomon oh God could have asked for riches he could have asked for prosperity but he asked for wisdom hallelujah and God your daughter has asked for wisdom tonight I'm asking God that you will grant her your divine supernatural wisdom knowledge and understanding and God hallelujah while you're doing it oh God for hallelujah for evangelist Bridget Johnson do the same oh God hallelujah for each and every one of us that's on the line oh God in the name of Jesus Lord God let wisdom be our portion oh God hallelujah help us oh God hallelujah to seek daily oh God hallelujah for your wisdom in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth mighty God of Daniel hallelujah as you continue oh God to deposit oh God your teaching oh God hallelujah into our spirits give us oh God, that understanding oh God, that we will grasp oh God, hallelujah, what it is that you're teaching us oh God, in this time, in this season, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, and Father God, we just want to thank you once more for your woman servant, oh God, Elder June Malcolm, we thank you Lord God hallelujah, for the knowledge oh God that you have deposited in her spirit oh God, we thank you mighty God of Daniel, hallelujah, oh God for using her for your purposes oh God, in these last days oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, I'm asking, Oh God, that you will bless her. Oh God, in her coming in bless her in her going out in the name of Jesus, mighty God of Daniel. Hallelujah. I ask, Oh God, that everything pertaining to her. Oh God, hallelujah. That Oh God, that your hands are upon it. Oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ, keep your hands upon her children, her grandchildren. Oh God, everything pertaining to your woman servant in the name of Jesus, mighty God of Daniel. I see, Oh God, hallelujah. Oh God, her spirit. Oh God, hallelujah, oh God, our spirit, oh God, craze more and more and more of you, oh God, hallelujah, so Father, God, keep on depositing, oh God, hallelujah, your Holy Spirit, Upon her, oh God. Lord God, take her, oh God, into new dimensions. Take her, oh God, into new realms, oh God, with you, oh God, and teach her, oh God, hallelujah, your secrets, oh God, your mysteries, oh God. Teach her, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Uh, Lord God Almighty, I thank you, Lord God, hallelujah. Oh God, for Sister Andrea Mori, oh God, I thank you, Lord God, for speaking to her tonight, oh God. I thank you for blessing her spirit tonight, oh God, in the name of Jesus and mighty God of Daniel, because you are still Jehovah. Rafa, You are still the God who heals. I'm asking, oh God, that you will touch her, oh God, hallelujah. Mighty God, straighten out that finger, oh God, hallelujah. God, I, I know you can do it. God, I've seen what you've done, oh God, hallelujah. So I pray, God, tonight for a creative miracle, oh God, for your daughter. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, King of glory, hallelujah. Oh God, we bless you, oh God, and we thank you. God, we praise, oh God, Brother David before you tonight, oh God. In the name of Jesus, Lord God Almighty, give him a renewed heart, oh God, and a renewed mind, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. God, he desires, oh God, the deep things of God, hallelujah. So, Father God, speak audibly to him, oh God. Draw him closer to you, oh God, hallelujah. Mighty God, the songwriter said, draw me close to you, never let me go, hallelujah. Hold him, oh God, hallelujah. Keep him under the shadow of your wings, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord God, I bless you oh God, hallelujah, for what you have done in his life thus far, and for what you're about to do oh God, in the name of Jesus mighty God, I place prophet Bob Proprie and his wife prophetess Gina on the altar before you once more, oh God Lord God, I thank you Lord God, for providing for their every need, oh God, Lord God the psalmist said, I've been young, now I am old, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or seed beg bread, Lord God, I declare and I declare, oh God, that they will never have to beg bread, oh God, because you continue to bless them, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Lord God, I thank you Lord God hallelujah for our children oh God I thank you oh God for our spouses oh God I thank you oh God for your holy visitation oh God with us oh God Lord God continue oh God hallelujah oh God just to bless your children oh God continue to speak to our hearts oh God in the name of Jesus mighty God of Daniel tonight oh God even now I pray God for Zion International oh God in the name of Jesus look at I thank you Lord God for the blessings oh God hallelujah that oh God you have poured out oh God and I thank you Lord God for what you will Continue to do, oh God. Lord God, I thank you for all the ministers connected, oh God. Lord God, I thank you, Lord God, for our overseers, oh God, Dr. Benjamin and Dr. Angela Rucker, oh God. God, I thank you, oh God, for our bishop, oh God, Bishop Carlton Facey, oh God, First Lady Facey, oh God. I thank you, Lord God, for Greater Highway, oh God. I pray, Lord God, for that your favor, oh God, will rest upon, oh God, will rest upon our bishop, oh God, rest upon our church in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord God, all the ministers that are connected here tonight, oh God, bless the pastors, oh God. God, the apostles, the prophets, oh God, bless them, oh God, hallelujah, Lord God, I ask, oh God, that you'll keep your hands upon them, oh God, hallelujah, increase them, oh God, enlarge their borders, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Father God, we lift up, oh God, minister Lashana before you, oh God, once more, God, we just want to thank you, oh God, for the for where she's at right now, hallelujah, I ask, oh God, that you'll continue, oh God, hallelujah, oh God, to be with her, oh God, continue, oh God, to keep her comforted, oh God, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for the job oh God, that you provided for her, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And so God, any persons on this line, oh God, in this ministry, oh God, hallelujah, who are in need of a job, oh God, I pray, God, that you will grant them your divine favor, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Those who are required to start a business, oh God, I'm asking you, oh God, hallelujah, oh God, to grant them, oh God, hallelujah, oh God, all the finances that are needed, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I bless you, oh God, I bless you, I thank you, Lord God, thank you for my husband, oh God, Lord God, continue oh God, hallelujah, to bless the work of his hands, oh God. Lord God, I thank you, Lord God, for watching over my children, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I worship you tonight, oh God, hallelujah. I thank you, oh God, for being long-suffering, oh God. I thank you, oh God, that you have patience, oh God, hallelujah. Oh God, that Lord God, you will not give up on us, oh God, but you will keep on giving us, oh God. Oh God, another chance, oh God, another chance, oh God. We thank you, Lord God, hallelujah. Oh God, that sometimes we know we don't deserve it, O God. But, Father God, you don't look at us through, O God, the eyes of man, O God, but you look at us, O God, through your eyes, O God, a loving Father, and we praise you and we worship you, O God. We thank you, O God. Father God, I pray simple words ministry before you once more, O God. Hallelujah. Mm. Continue, O God. Hallelujah. O God, to bless this ministry. Father God, I ask that you will continue to send the right people, O God. Hallelujah. To hear from you, O God. In the name of Jesus. Ella June Malcolm. a you. Is your is your sister there? And my sister is here. She's she's just resting in my spirit. Give me give give me her name again.
5: You Jenny.
3: Eugene. And she's the one that's the pastor. Yes and father god even now i don't know the reason god but you know why you've placed oh god pastor eugenie in my spirit lord god i am asking oh god hallelujah oh god that you will do exceedingly abundantly above all that she could ask imagine or pray for in the name of jesus Father, I place her ministry before you right now, oh, God. Father, God, I come against, oh, God, every plot, my God, every plan, every plot, every ploy, every decoy, every assignment of the enemy, oh, God. In the name of Jesus. Father, God, even now I speak life. 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 I hear life, I hear life I speak life over her oh God I speak life over her ministry oh God in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and Father I thank you Hallelujah. I thank you oh God that no weapons that are formed against her shall prosper hallelujah I thank you Lord God hallelujah that you have her in the palm of your hands oh God I thank you King of glory, hallelujah. You promised never to leave her, never to forsake her, hallelujah. And I thank you, oh God, that you are the prayer answering God, hallelujah. I thank you, oh God, that you can do anything but fail, hallelujah. So even now, I ask that you will cover her from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, King of glory. Mighty God, cover her, keep her safe, oh God, hallelujah. Because the enemy. The enemy has been trying, Yorosha Kotura. But, Father God, I decree and I declare he shall not succeed in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, every try that he makes, oh, God, she will use them as a stepping stone, oh, God, into her next dimension in the mighty name of Jesus. I give you thanks, King of Glory. I worship you, oh, God. God, I thank you for this night. I thank you for each and every person that's on the line tonight, oh, God. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for Sister Monica Little, oh, God hallelujah i thank you for her sister alder oh god i thank you oh god hallelujah oh uh, mm. god even now i ask oh god that your healing virtue will flow through sister alder right now from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet in the name of jesus christ of nazareth Father God, I declare and I declare that no weapons that are formed against her shall prosper. Father God, I declare and I declare, oh God, that by your son's stripes she is healed in the name of Jesus. I bless you tonight. I thank you, oh God, for what you have done and for what you will continue to do in all our lives, oh God. Father God, even now I rededicate Simple Words Ministry to you. I reconsecrate it to you. Let your will continue to be done in this ministry. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We bless. We bless His name. We bless His name. We bless His name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Just a reminder tomorrow night. Come on back at nine PM. Hallelujah. For Jeremiah Generation. Glory to God. So until we meet again, may the good Lord bless and keep you. May He cause His face to shine upon you. May he be gracious unto you. May he lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you peace. I decree and I declare that no weapons that are formed against you shall prosper, and any tongue that dares to rise up against you is already condemned. I decree and I declare that you're blessed in your coming, you're blessed in your going, and every day of your lives you experience the uncommon favor of God. Walk in your wealthy places, walk in power and authority in Jesus' Hallelujah. name. Have a blessed night and sleep with God's angels, everyone.
4: Hallelujah.
3: Good night. Good night.
6: Right. You, good, night. good night Good night, night. Good night. My simple word family Talk to you tomorrow morning
3: Amen Good
2: night Good night